Please, you want to lift up your voice and bless the name of Jesus. Please open your mouth and bless the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory, Jesus. We give you glory. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Come on, just open your mouth and let him hear your worship. Open your mouth and bless the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and bless the name of Jesus. Be free, Macomem. Be Shirao. Mejefu. Yaribo mea. Oh, how to mea. Uchi charge me. Bring in now. Wine crop. Oh, <laughs> Can we do it together? Can we do it together? We are together as one church this morning. Yeah, 
Hallelujah. It's a happy Everybody say. It's a happy Hallelujah. It's a heavenly love. Say hallelujah. 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 It's a heavenly hour. 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 One church. I am now leading you into worship. But we are worshiping, worshiping together. We are worshiping, worshiping together.
can't sing it, just blow in tongues. Ah, hey. Came from here. 
we celebrate Jesus with a clap offering and with a shout of praise. Hallelujah! I tell you, now I have a favorite worshiper. And my favorite worshiper is Minister Jay. Can you celebrate Jesus for the life of the young man? He's such an anointed man of God. He carries grace. Now I, I love him when you worship. So it's too much. The anointing is too much. Can we bless his life? Just bless him. Say a word of blessing into his life. Hallelujah. God bless you, my brother. Are you ready to praise God? Oh, are you ready? I am parase unyanko pomu yodo Yesu doi mitiwa mintiasi Hey I am parase unyanko pomu yodo Yesu doi mitiwa mintiasi Let's go Let's see I come near to my pain of my arm and don't see
me body prepare Nini nada uso Hey, I want to be a man. 
thank God for this Resurrection Sunday and we sing about the sacrifice of Christ. Amen. Yeah. 
to dominate Surely there is no enchantment against me No divination against me I am covered, I am covered. Oh, I live to dominate I live to dominate Surely there is no enchantment against me No divination against me I am covered, I am covered. Oh, I'm highly favored Lift up your right hand above your head and say, Lord, this morning, let the atmosphere favor me in Jesus' glorious name. Amen. May be seated in heavenly places. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
Spirit of the Lord. Father, let your will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. I want with the same joy, I want to appreciate the servant, the angel of God in this great commission. It's not here, but the spirit is here with us and the woman of God. Hallelujah. 
So with upstanding and a shout and clapping, excitement in my face, let's appreciate Apostle Kojo Fumpan and the wife. Come on, put your hands together. For Amen. And of course, also the superior commander in the realm of the spirit. Amen. Put your hands together. Let's salute Pastor Anka. Lord bless you. Amen. And also, put your hands together for yourself. Amen. Everybody, I salute you. Amen. I am also here. Amen. Speaking this morning on a subject I have entitled, He paid the full price on the altar. Luke chapter number 24, verse 1 to 6. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared and setting orders with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. I will move very fast because the angel of the Lord is taking me through some rounds and three. And he entered and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. Verse 4. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed up there about. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid, they bowed down their faces to the earth, and they said unto them, Why seek the living among the dead? He is not there, but he is risen. Remember, he spoke unto when he was in Galilee. I believe we have a nice time. We had a nice time in the first service, ministering the word of the Lord. So I just came to top up, um, not to do anything different, but take out bread to share with you. Hallelujah. So I'll be very brief. Amen. I might not be able to speak Greek and Hebrew, but I will preach God's word, so bear with me. Amen. Father, let your will be done in Jesus' name. Let the devil be terrified, your people be edified, and let you alone be glorified. In Jesus' glorious name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if there is one day of the year that is most important on the Christian calendar, it is the Resurrection Sunday. And so therefore, I want to welcome you here for, to the most important day of the Christian year. And there is one message that is central to the Bible, and that is the message of the gospel that we preach normally during seasons like that. But this morning, I would like to talk because and activate the supernatural. For if he is raising, then you have to arise. Hallelujah. Now, so without wasting much time, I'm speaking on he paid the full price on the altar. And anytime you hear the word altar, understand that there is a sacrifice of blood there. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible said in Leviticus chapter 17, verse number 11, said, for the life of the creature is in the blood. And I have given it to you to make atonement for yourself on the altar. And it is the blood that makes, that makes atonement for one's life. 
Now, according to science, blood is the fluid that transports oxygen and nutrients to the cells and carries away carbon dioxide and other waste products. Technically, blood transports liquid pump by the heart or equivalent structure to all parts of the body, after which it will return to the heart to receive the process. We're celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Yes, he's risen. He died for us and is raising for us. And so we'll talk about how he paid the price on the altar specifically for you and myself. Now, anytime the word blood comes into mind, you need to understand that it equals to what we call life. And what this simply means is that when you see or hear blood, know for sure that you are talking about life. So it was his blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary for us. And the blood was his life. So ladies and gentlemen, that blood is about to nullify every effect on our life. Thank God I have only three people shouting amen. I prophesy to all the three people, get ready for a heavy sacrifice. Now, every blood speaks and, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of the sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. In Hebrews chapter number 12, verse 24, he said his blood speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So, every blood speaks. But there is one blood that speaks better things than all other blood. And that blood speaks unique and does not consult your family or anybody when you wanted to break a particular covenant. Now, we realize the scripture that said when he was raised, they that were dead rose up again, came back to life. So, simply means that whatever that is dead in your life, but to this morning, you will see it in reality. Maybe your finances is dead, there shall be a release, and you will see it in reality. Lift up that voice and shout amen like a thunder. I said shout amen like a thunder. Ladies and gentlemen, an altar is a structure upon which offering, I'm laying the foundation, offerings such as sacrifice are made for religious purposes. And an altar is a place where deities meet. It's a place of offering and also a sacrifice. According to Bible, an altar is a raised area in a house of worship where people can honor God with a sacrifice. Now, when you go to the shrine, they have altar. When you go to even the palace, they have altar. But when you come to the church, we have an altar and the name of the altar is called pulpit and simply means to pull people out of the pits. So as I'm even declaring and speaking the good news of Elohim upon somebody here, I came to announce to you that by the end of this encounter, you will be out of the pits. Very good. I said, you will be out of the pits. And the altars of your father's or your mother's house is no greater than the pulpit in the church. So yes, he is risen. Yes, you are also risen. Yes, your finances is risen. Yes, anything that concerns your life is risen. Look at somebody and tell the person, I am too loaded to be wasted. Because I was dead with God and now I am risen. Um, ladies and gentlemen, before this pulpit, we knew to pray. 
We lift up holy hands in praises and worship. When we're doing praise and worship, I saw people dancing, celebrating the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. People don't even know um, what it means to drop seed and offering on before the altar unto the Lord. And they don't know the benefit of the altar. But I came to announce to somebody here that may I use the opportunity of this resurrection Sunday to announce and prophesy to every lives here that by the end of this encounter, that which has been lost for a very long time, this morning Christ is about to lift it up and give it to you. Uh, I told you somebody will shout amen and get up and claim it by force. Listen to me, you shouted and you claim it by force. Look at somebody and said, I will claim it by force. Now, therefore, every sacrifice you have offered before this altar, I announce to you that it is bringing you answers and miracles with speed. And it will fight the unseen battles for you. Ladies and gentlemen, still laying the foundation, I'm not going to preach. Throughout the Old Testament, I'll come to the resurrection, don't worry. Throughout the Old Testament, whenever there was an altar raised, a sacrifice is next to mention. Now, an altar is not altar unless there is a blood on the altar. If you want to see the seriousness of a, an accident, when you see the blood, you know that, yes, this one is very sensitive. People can say, oh, I have a covenant with this, I have a covenant with this. But a covenant is somewhere established unless there is a blood on the covenant. And I don't care, I don't know the kind of blood on the covenant in your family that is holding you and preventing you to move forward. But I came to announce to somebody that he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary just specifically for us. And it is our altar and the covenant that is speaking for us. So you cannot compare the blood of Jesus to the blood blood of, of that altar from your family house. So if there is any altar that has required blood and blood is on it, that is fighting against you, I hereby announce to you as a prophet of the most high God to introduce to you that is a blood on the altar and it's the altar of grace, the altar of Elohim and lift up your voice and you shout I have a great altar. Uh, shout it loud and clear I have a great altar. Now, no altar was raised without a sacrifice. So, both Cain and Abel, when you, talk, when you look at the story of Cain and Abel, they were instructed by God to build an altar and sacrifice. No one raised an altar and made offerings in it. Abraham built altars at a different place and offered burnt sacrifice unto it. So this Sunday, I am speaking on a prophetic perspective because of my call as a prophet. That I am coming to, we are coming to do with all test versus altar. Yes, we celebrate this season every year. Sometimes we do confess, but it looks as if our confession does not manifest. Sometimes we do so seed in it and, and speak out and say certain things, but it looks as if we are going through the same thing we go we, we were going through before. And most of times we, we can wear what we don't want to wear, we can eat what we don't want to eat because of the challenges and the circumstances we find ourselves in it. But yet we still confess that He is risen for us and He paid the price for us, and we will jubilate and we will celebrate. But tonight, this morning, sorry, I came to announce to some 
somebody here that in as much as God is risen, there is an altar he has placed for us that is fighting for us and is fighting for us in a positive dimension. And I hereby announce to somebody that may that altar be your altar. Now, ladies and yes, I said, may that altar be your altar. Listen, you can raise an altar of prayer. You can raise an altar of almsgiving. You can raise an altar of sacrifice of money. You can raise an altar of praise and worship. You can raise an altar of faithful service. Anytime we hear altar, we even we think that it's all about money. Sometimes your praises can be the altar. Your worship can be the altar. Your, your money given to the poor can be the altar. Your commitment to the church can be your altar. How you sing powerfully as a choir to just lift up the name of the Lord without doing so and doing acting can be your altar. How you commit yourself in the house of the Lord can be your altar. So we come before him in the throne room of grace. We present ourselves as a son and daughters of the most high God. Then we will say the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary, it will fall upon our life because my praise is my altar. My prayer is my altar. My giving is my altar. My prayer is my altar. Lift up your voice and say I have an altar. And then he said gentlemen, it is not just about the altar, but you need to understand that every altar has a voice and it has to speak, it has the power to speak. It can speak blessing or curses. So therefore, I came to announce to you, may this blood on the altar speak positive even upon your life. I just, the Holy Ghost just whispered in my ears that there will be million dollar contract that will hit the vicinity. The Holy Ghost just whispered in my ears that you are looking for a child get ready to be the mother of twins. The Holy Ghost whispered into my ears that though you are single, you will see Mr. Wright and Madam Wright. Lift up your forehead and shout, I need an altar. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are, we are both godly altars and demonic altars. And in Judges chapter 6, verse 25 to 29, we're meant to know that Gideon pulled and destroyed the altar of Baal in his father's house. And rebuilt the holy altar for God for a replacement. So there are certain things that we go through. There are certain things in the family back then that some of you have been fighting it for ages. And every year you celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. You still celebrate the birth of Jesus. But it looks as if that the confession and the prosperity and the prophetic declaration that you are releasing upon your life is not making any manifestation. And so therefore this season, we are celebrating the resurrection of God. But we still need to activate the altar. Then every altar can be activated when there is blood on the altar. The blood is typologically is talking about a seed on the altar. So tonight, this morning, we will use our voice as a seed to be to activate the altar we will use our resources to activate the altar we will use our prayer to activate the altar and hear me from today you are very empty here but i came to announce to you living here will not be like that you came very down but i came to announce to you living here will not be like that you came as if there is nothing around you your bank account may be empty yes i don't care but i have a word from the holy mountain of zion telling you that the altars of god the altar that the blood of jesus is on it is about to fight upon your life Say, I command, I say, it's about to fight upon your life. I command every altar demonically speaks and projects 
poverty and lack against your family is crushed into pieces. Uh, every altar that projects sickness and disease is crushed into pieces. Every altar that projects curses and untimely death is crushed into pieces. Lift up your voice and shout, I have a strong altar. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll end very soon. When I landed to the resurrection that I'm done, whoever that has been hired to pay to stand at the demonic altar to work things against you and your family, this morning, by the power of the resurrection, we send fire into their hobbies. Oh, no, no, no. I know you are not familiar with the message like that, but I came to change the GR because um, this is the time we have to activate the altars of God. That there are times that you don't need to complain. You have to comply because you have a strong altar. Listen, somebody that worship a Buddhist spirit has confidence in that God because anytime they call, it makes, uh, it, it, it activates and they speak negative positive according to them. So they are very confident and sometimes they can stand in front of anointed men of God and begin to brag because they have one power, one God somewhere who have eyes but cannot see, who have ears but cannot hear. But this, ladies and gentlemen, I have a good news with you. Our God is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the El Shaddai, the, the Alpha and Omega, Yahweh Esh, Yahweh is Yusbegibor. To the Ansologist, he's the bright morning star. To the baker, he's the bread of life. To the student, he's our master. He is our God, our soon coming King, the Elohim, the only man, the one that was existed even before the existence. He is anointed by alone. The one that was born by a virgin. I'm talking of Jesus Christ. I'm talking of Jesus Christ. So listen to me. Sacrifice and altars and offering it are what is used to fortify and activate an altar. When Jesus was born, they presented a gift. Now this is the time that whatever you carry has to Come before the Lord to activate the altar that was done for you. I, I know you have posted a lot of things on your status. Christ is raising for me. Yes, I am happy. Oh, that one I know. I know Facebook has your messages and all. Yes, I know you've, you, 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 you are wearing white. You look very nice. Christ is, yes, I know. But where is the proof? Where is the evidence? Some writer said that slaves are riding on horses... And kings and queens are walking barefooted. Where is the proof? We do confess the power of God. Have you witnessed it before? Yes, yes, I believe. We pray, we speak in tongues. Sometimes we quote certain people like Smith Wiggerswood. Sometimes we quote people like John Wesley. When will someone quote you? They have activated their altar because of the much idea they have about the blood of Jesus, the resurrection of Elohim. Now, my question is, have you activated yours? And if yes, when would they quote you? Sometimes in churches when we celebrate God, we, we live and I am, I am anointed, I cannot die. Ah, I catch, I caught the revelation. But whilst we are going, we are still thinking about that thing. And when we get home, there is no revelation. It's all about information. It's only church that we activate and receive revelation. Where is the altar? And where have you activated your altar? I didn't come to pamper you. I came to hammer you. Now, Now, you have to understand that one of the most expensive commodity on planet Earth is human soul and human blood. Now, when you visit a shrine, 
and the person demanded for human spirit, human soul, it simply means asem na asem. So for a whole Jesus to sacrifice his life, that means it's a great thing. Because in the hierarchy of sacrifice, the highest on the list is the blood. Hello? And the blood, according to blood in sacrifice, the highest on the list is not a blood of a dog. It's a blood of a human being. So when the blood of a human is activated on an altar, it is very strong. Now, how much more the blood of Jesus? So listen to me. The altar in which we call on the name of the Lord is like it's, it doesn't have the blood of a dog. It has the blood of Jesus. So that altar in your family is not synonymous to the altar in which you stand and declare. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have to know your stand in the Lord and stop complaining and start complying because there is an altar that has the blood of Jesus on it. You can, you can, I can call somebody here, can quote about hundreds of scripture, yet the person still have the spirit of fear. Forgotten, he has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of boldness. Where is your faith? Christ is risen. Yes. Where is the proof? Christ is risen. Yes, I know. Now, where is your faith? What is the evidence? Do people see it around you? People are singing gospel and now they are coming to the secular side because they, 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 they are very wealthy more than the ones in the church. Most of the artists were from, from churches to the... Go and ask Kwame Eugene. Go and ask him. We are not leaving the world in the world. We are bringing the world in the church. For supernatural manifestation. Ladies and gentlemen, both the Old and the New Testament are sealed with blood. The word testament in the Bible means covenant. And covenants are activated at the places of altar. Whether spiritual or physical altars, the Old Testament is sealed with the blood of a goat, sheep, or pigeon. But in the New Testament, it's sealed with the blood, precious blood of Jesus Christ for our redemption. In the Old Testament, the blood from animals was sacrificed on physical stone altars. But in the New Testament, the blood or the altar for the sacrifice was on Gogota. The place was called. The altar was the cross that stand tall on the cross of Calvary. Ladies and gentlemen, I read the scripture and I saw that they put Barabbas and they put Jesus Christ and they shouted who should we kill and who should we release preach with me organ who should we kill and who should we release I was thinking that the people were ordered for the preservation of the life of Jesus Christ because he healed the sick he raised the dead in fact he, 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 he restored the sight of the blind people but the people looked amazed and, and I was amazed they shouted and said we want Barabbas go and kill Jesus Christ and that was a prophetic word being manifested in that arena. Mm, ladies and gentlemen, Barabbas was the typology of the goat. Because at that era, they don't need the blood of the goat. They need the blood of the sheep. Because if you carry the blood of the goat, it can't cleanse your sin. It will be around and come back makes our life perfect. Mm, ladies and gentlemen, I came to issue a warrant on your intellectual arrest. And I summon you before the throne room of grace to announce to you somebody that has been a blood that was slain. Uh, and it's the blood of our Lord Jesus. 
our soon coming king. But John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We have life abundant because we believe in the resurrection power. We believe in the almighty Jesus. Lift up your brothers and we believe. The blood on the altar gives us power five minutes I'm done. Over sin and death. All your sins has been forgiven because he has risen. The Christian has power over sin. We are no longer slave to sin because the blood has been shed. We don't belong to the darkness. We are sons and daughters of light. And so therefore, as the blood has shed, then you must activate what we call Christ-like life. In order to see the manifestation of the prophecies that has been upon your head. The blood on the altar gives us power to live a holy and victorious life. That means whatever goal you set for yourself, you have the licenses to succeed. I don't want to go to and explain, but I came with a timely word from the Lord. So, so our master died on the cross of Calvary. And that didn't just happen. He went to the cross. He went to the dead and defeated the dead. No one in the archives of the books has defeated dead. Whether Konfanochi or Gautama Buddha or Muhammad or any kind of people, no one has been able to defeat. But Jesus defeated dead. And now we are all happy because he has been risen. The resurrection is crucial. If it wasn't for the resurrection, we would, we would still be in our sin. Isaiah 53 verse 5. He said, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Mm, ladies and gentlemen, there was a journey from the bloody Friday, the good Friday, uh, to Saturday. And also this is Sunday. Our Lord has risen. He has risen with our prosperity. He has risen with our upliftment. He has risen with our twins. He has risen with that contract. He has risen with that thing we are expecting. The resurrection gave us assurance that God has accepted the sacrifice on the cross. Jesus is not dead. He is alive. Every other religious leader died. No one else, no one could conquer the world. Only Jesus did. Muhammad couldn't do. Buddha couldn't do. But Jesus did it. And they were, they were buried by the door of But our God died. And resurrected again on the third day. Ladies and gentlemen. The grave lose its power. Anything buried in the grave against you. I declare it is powerless now. I said I declare it is powerless now. Romans 8 11 said, But if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal body by the spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, I make this declaration. I therefore stand on the weight of this scripture and I command every good thing. 
every good thing dead in your life to come back to life. I command every spiritual gift in your spirit to come back to life. I command all dead and buried potentials to receive resurrection by the power of God. If the grave could not hold Jesus down, your blessing cannot be suppressed. If the grave could not hold Jesus down, your blessing will be released. If the dead could not defeat Jesus, the promise of God for your life and your family cannot be aborted. Therefore, I declare over somebody here, every dead thing is coming life. Your marriage is coming back to life. Your ministry is coming back to life. Your career is coming back to life. Your career is receiving life. Every idea or dream is about to come back to life. Lift up your voice and shall come back to life. Is risen. The next five minutes, I want to tackle the prophetic. Can you increase the volume for me? I've been preaching throughout, and I, the next five minutes, I want to tackle the prophetic aspect of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. Luke eighteen verse twenty-three. Then he took upon him the twelve, and said unto them, Behold, we go out. To is Jerusalem and all the things that were written by the prophet concerning the son of God shall be accomplished so ladies and gentlemen prophetically what it means that he is reason it simply means that whatever that you are expecting on this planet earth by divine authority God has opened it up for you and reason means there is a strong altar that has empowered the force for our Lord Jesus Christ to come out and so therefore the Bible said that the name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and they are saved so it simply means if I'm going to struggle and I run towards the king of kings I will have my salvation mm, ladies and gentlemen I came to announce to someone that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither a son of man that he should repent. As he said and he shall not do it. As he spoken and he has not make it happen. As I bring my sermon to an end. Let's all remember the price that was paid on the cross of Calvary and how the scripture said he was wounded for our transgression. Ladies and gentlemen, let us value the full price paid for our redemption and let us not live ourselves but live for him who died and for us just like all the prophecies of his first coming was fulfilled so also will every prophecy about his second coming will also be fulfilled and we have to be ready because he's not in the grave christ is risen he lives forevermore glory be to jesus he's the same god yesterday he's the same god today and will be the same god tomorrow a lot of people celebrate their birthday and their marriage anniversary but I have not heard someone trying to give a pre-photo shoot for their 
death because that time is unknown and any moment from now the trumpet will sound all saints will gather then a major question we ask ourselves with all the beauty where would you be with all the echo where would you be with all that you have where would you be I came to introduce someone to the power of the Lord Jesus I came to bring all the things under the grace of the Lord Jesus and I came to announce to someone he is risen for you he is risen for me and he's risen for us uh, I see the evangelists of our time about to receive an anointing to make impact. The prophet of our time will receive anointing to make impact. The apostles of our time will receive the anointing to make impact. Look at somebody with the corners of your eyes and tell the person he is risen. Uh, he said he is risen. He did not remain in the grave. The enemy thought that he, the enemy thought he would kill Jesus, but not knowing the man carried a, a potential and a prophetic assignment is like a gift. You can't kill a man on assignment. Uh, you are not a bastard. You are not a bastard. You are not a bastard on planet Earth. You were born with a mandate. You were born with an assignment. We were born with something in you. So they thought they can kill you. But I came to announce to you we are spirits living on planet Earth. Because until you have a body, you can't live on Earth. We are gifts from the Lord. We are servants of the Most High God. Though they kill us, but we'll rise again. They buried our master Jesus. But in the next three days, the earth couldn't hold him. The grave couldn't contain him. He and the God was risen. Angels came down from heaven to roll back the stone. I came to announce to someone that which is dead in the grave. Angel is rolling back the stone. Sometimes you used to pray three hours. Seven hours. Now you can pray again. Even ten minutes you can't do. The challenges of life is beating you. It is coming against you. And you can't proceed anymore. First you used to prophesy. You used to see things. But it looks as if the fire is, is, is quenching in you. But I came to announce to you. Though they break you down. But the fire in your bones was so bad. Though they tried to bring you down. Though they say you can't make it. They confess to you. That can any good thing come out from Nazareth. But I come to announce to you. He is risen. I said he is what? He is. So far as he's risen, I arose with Christ Jesus. I am risen with Christ Jesus. You can't kill me because I'm a man on assignment. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, at times we feel like giving up, but the dream is too big. We feel like giving up, but the fire is burning in our body because he is he's risen. He's risen. Your heart is broken. You feel like giving up. But he's risen. He's risen. My God. He's risen. 
this way, and left. This reason. Only an eddy, no yet. Only an eddy, no yet. One yammy, two. Only an eddy, no yet. One yammy, two. Only an eddy, no yet. Only an eddy, no yet. Only Yami, too full. One year, 